Welcome everybody to the Spawn of Me podcast. I'm your host, Khalif Adams. This is episode 261 of our show. I am chilling. You are chilling. We are all chilling. And I am chilling with my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who makes Chicago look good. It is that man, Cicero Holmes. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I just bought 200 tickets to your concert so nobody would sit in the front row. <laughs> oh, I'm Petty Claws. Team, team Petty. Yo, team Petty. Yo, shout out to that man. Yo, shout out to that man. Because that... I can't front. That is... Yo. And you know what? It made, it really... It made me think about all of the beefs. The uh, That man being 50 Cent, of course. If you guys haven't heard, the 50 Cent went and bought 200 tickets on Groupon of Ja Rule's concert in the front row so that no one could sit there and then took a Photoshop picture of the front row being empty and put himself in the middle of it laughing and smiling. <laughs> Um, which was which was great, um, but also that man has nothing better to do. Yo, it's, so the thing that made, it made me think about was how many beefs he's had over the the decades, and just how mm-hmm. petty he has been throughout all of them. His beef, his <laughs> beef with uh with F- Floyd Mayweather, he was mm-hmm. like, "I'll pay you fifty thousand dollars if you could read one page in a Dr. Seuss book." <laughs> <laughs> we still don't know if Floyd can no, read. No, Floyd cannot read. I do know. Floyd Mayweather cannot read. Shout out to 50 Cent. Oh my God. Well, if Floyd can't read, the best person to probably send him to is my man, my mellow, the smooth kind of fellow, the man who makes tutoring look good, who makes science look good, who makes STEM look good, and many froze look good. It is that man, Sharif Jackson of SharifJackson.com. How are you doing, sir? Who are you? I, th- I thought this mean? was just. I thought it was just me and C show. Ooh, ooh. Oh, oh, shots! Ooh. Oh, cool. wow! Petty claws yeah. is so petty claws is coming to town. <laughs> I, I, the winner I, of the petty panathlon. Yeah, Look, look, look! C told me that he did mutiny and he was the captain. I was. I, so, I was the captain. So I. I, you know, I did hear this on the show. Yes. You know, yeah. but uh, now C is going to get thrown in the brig. <laughs> right? And, uh, he literally did. He literally did the "I am the captain." Now. I am the captain uh, now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know if I can help uh, our boy, our boy Floyd, because um, pretty sure he probably can't do math or anything. So, uh, I mean, I'm not. I, look, I'm just making an educated guess. I'm pretty sure if you paid him a completely different amount than he was owed, he'd be like, "Cool." <laughs> um, and but but you know that's that's why you have money, people. That's why you got like your money guy, you know, that does all True. your taxes and skims like forty five percent off the top, exactly. you know, and uh, ask Gary and, like signs, yeah, and like signs all your houses in his name, you know, oh, and cars, all that shit. Oh, so man. that's why you get a money guy. Hey Floyd, what's four plus four feet? How many toes am I holding up? Tangerine. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and and like this is not a diss on boxers. This is a diss on Floyd. Yes, it is. A, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely true. Yeah, true. Like, Shout out to all the people talent, who spend. Damn. Yes. Who spend the 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 God given ability punching other people in the face? Hey, hey, you know, look, some people have a talent for that. Uh, Floyd Mayweather is one of those people who has a talent for that. Um, but if he was as good a boxer as he was, or if he was as good a reader as he was a boxer, um, then he he might be August Wilson. 
But wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, or at now least I, Alex Trebek. Right. <laughs> now I I did see a, a clip of uh, Sugar Ray Leonard saying in his prime that he'd be able to beat Floyd. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay. And like and like I was like, hey, that's that's how a champion has to think. Yeah. Like uh, I think any prior champion will probably say that. Yep. If yeah. you ask them. So I'm like, all right, I, I can see that. Yeah. Still, still, still got that mentality. Yeah, I see it every night on NBA TV with Grant Hill and Isaiah Thomas on the same on the same set. <laughs> and you yeah. can tell Zeke is just looking at people like, yo, I could bust your ass. Yeah. <laughs> I could literally yeah. bust that ass and be fine with it. It was it's 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 an interesting interesting show. I think Isaiah Thomas and Sugar Ray Leonard are the same person. I'm just I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> they haven't been seen in the, yeah, the, in same, the same place the same together time. for decades. Right. That's true. Yeah. Oh, God. Anywho, <laughs> anywho. Uh, thank you, everybody in podcast land. Thank you, everybody in Twitch land. Thank you, everybody who has been checking out the show. Gents, you have done a fine job. You have done a fantastic job. Uh, what's the guy's name? Brownie, you did a, you did a, you did a fantastic job. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank um, you. Are you going to fire me soon, too? <laughs> well, you, shit, you already fucking had a mutiny. But thank you, gents, for holding down the show. It was fantastic listening to you all have so much fun uh, in in the past three or four episodes. Right. Um, it's been super dope. Um, I kind of want to get into the show proper really fast because there's a lot of cool stuff to talk about this week. Um, a lot of folks who have been paying attention to the online world and have been paying attention to the game industry media and news will know that BlizzCon has happened this this weekend. Say word. There are a lot of there are a lot of announcements that happened at BlizzCon. Also, the idea that you can just say BlizzCon sounds like it should definitely be a weed festival. <laughs> Blitzcon. Blitzcon. Blizzcon. Blitzcon. Yeah, Blitzcon would be Blitzcon. a thing. Um, so I'm not I'm not sure if BlizzCon is a thing that you both kind of pay attention to. Is it is this is BlizzCon like are you in the Blizzard world a lot? Like besides Overwatch, I know that's a game that most of us have tried and played, but I was never a really big like WoW fan or any of that. Is is BlizzCon something that you two kind of check out and watch? See? Uh not really. Uh just like only peripherally. Um Overwatch, Hearthstone, I played a little bit. Um, I've played a little bit of StarCraft. I've never played WoW, um, so not really. I know it's a thing that people get really excited about, though. Mm-hmm. What about you, Reef? Yeah, I, I definitely follow it. Uh, my best friend is a uh, huge StarCraft person ever since we were in college in 98, and he was introduced to StarCraft on a laptop with the... Uh, you. You remember, like back back in the day, if you couldn't run a uh, PC game well, you could like shrink the screen. Yeah. So so like he had it on like the smallest possible, you know, section <laughs> like wow. like a five by five like inch box <laughs> in the middle of his screen. That's uh, dope. So um, but yeah, and and like he introduced me to StarCraft and StarCraft Two. So I've played quite a bit, and StarCraft is actually what got me into esports. Um, I still huh. think it's the best esport. Um, in terms of the skill, because like you know, like 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 it's like a you know it's a ten year old, eleven year old franchise at this point. Right. Um. So the people that like play it are just amazing. Like when you watch slow motion of their hands and that actions per minute stuff, it's 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 one of those games where I would say the physical skill is incre- mm. like like a any other sport. 
you know like it like it's not just like a mental thing or that it's also like your hand your fingers need to be able to move at a certain frequency right. like it's nuts you know yeah. and i still think that it has the best shoutcasters and all that so yeah and like now that um call of duty and black and um destiny on the pc are in are you know are on BattleNet. Um, I'm, you know, like now I'm, you know, viewing Blizzard stuff even more. So, 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 yeah, I, I'll, I'll consider myself. I'm, I'm not in there, like in there, in there, but, but, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely in there a bit. Word. <clears throat> so the wonderful folks over at Polygon, they compiled a list of all, at least five of the biggest announcements from the opening ceremony. I'm sure that there will be a lot of other stuff that happened throughout that, um, actual, uh, conference that we'll hear about probably in the next couple of weeks, but. The five biggest things they kind of talked about was uh, Warcraft 3 is getting a remaster. Right. So they're calling it Warcraft 3 Reforged. Um, it is um, a, a reimagining of the 2002 game. Um, and it looks like it's going to... I mean, they did like this kind of quick montage on the screen of just like what the old player models look like and what they're going to look like now. Mm-hmm. Kind of talked about the excitement for folks who hadn't really jumped into that world. And this is a way that you could kind of relive the, 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 that story and see the connective tissue between that and, you know, the, the main game. And it looked cool. It's weird to see top down MOBAs now that look like that. And they're not super pretty, like, like, uh, um, like hots and stuff like that. So it's weird. It's weird to be able to see like older versions of games like that kind of come back in new, in new flavors. Uh, I think the second piece of news that I think was really, really um, interesting because everyone loves Overwatch. And if you have not been playing Overwatch, I don't know what's up with you. But everyone was super excited because when you go to BlizzCon, you expect there to be a new character reveal. And it looks like they have another one that's coming out and it's called Ash. Yeah. So Ash is like the counterpart to McCree. Seems like they had some trouble in the lore uh, back in the day, and now they're coming back. <laughs> kind of, sort of. Right. Uh, did you Did you guys get to see any any stuff about Ash yet? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. I watched. You know, like as they usually do when they announce a character, they released a short video, um, yeah. and they talked about like her move sets and, and uh, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I you know, I I love seeing more more characters in this game it amazes me how they balance this game with so many different characters um and especially being a game that's played a lot you know on the professional level it's like it it just it just must take them so long to test a character to have them actually come out so um yeah i i think it's cool um um i do think you know there's well actually before we get into the bit of controversy i guess i'll hear what i see thinks about it uh what do you think about ash see um eh, you know i mean look it's another character it's she she looks cool um she mccree was the very first character that i used in in uh overwatch so uh, a character like mccree that's more mobile and and does some of the same things but also some different things it's cool you know sure whatever there was there was some folks on Twitter who were talking about who got a chance to play her at BlizzCon and they were like, "Yo, she's mad weak right now. Mm. She she does not fit in the meta as well as uh, everybody else does." And I was like, "She just got announced, right? Yeah, like, like, she yeah. just got announced. <laughs> yeah, you just, she just got away. announced. Yeah. Like, calm down." Yeah. 
Um, but her but her her move set looks okay. Like it looks interesting. She basically has like for a for her ultimate, uh, she has a big robot named Bob that comes right. out and basically smashes through people and and does a bunch of that stuff. And she has seems like she has a good mix up range between long. I mean, from far range and kind of um, medium range. Right. So it'll be interesting to see once she actually comes out and people have like hands on with her in real ways and then you see how that plays into the meta um that'll be pretty cool uh, to see how that works i know you talked a little bit about the controversy about ash and uh, and uh, blizzard uh, <laughs> folks want to jump into that yeah like it's not really ash in particular i think it's more that um you know with the last few characters there's like definitely been sort of a wondering about um, the phrase I usually see is unambiguous black female character right. mm-hmm. in the game um, because we have the the inventor of Arisa is a um, black girl, but she's not really in the game. Um, and then um, you have uh, um, Farah and uh, Anna, who are probably the closest um, right. to that. Um, you have um, you have Lucio, who's a uh, Afro Brazilian. Right. Um and you have um uh, what's her name the one that can like, Sombra yes, yes yes yeah yeah who is yeah who who is uh you, you know who is uh a uh black Latina as well but yeah like uh people have kind of been like yo I want like like uh, African American women in the game pretty much um yeah. and you know and uh I saw Jay from uh. Black Girl Gamers was like kind of kind of like sharing like her frustration with that that you know you know it's a game with like twenty nine different characters in it you know um and that you know that it's kind of a shame that you know out of twenty nine characters that you can't get one you know um mm-hmm. and I've heard people I I especially I especially heard people be like mad when they like released that like hamster because like they were like <laughs> a damn fucking hamsters like before you know. Like uh, we we can get somebody I can play as and like authentically like cosplay as and all that stuff. Um, so um, you, you, you know it's 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 a tricky thing because Overwatch is on paper you know one of the most diverse games I don't want to say ever made but definitely of modern games I would say definitely has probably the most diverse set of characters and there are, and and there's in you know, like the counter argument is that there's always going to be somebody missing, right? Like, uh, mm-hmm. like there's always going to be someone that like says, well, like, uh, you know, like a, we don't have a, you know, a transgender character, right. or right. we don't have a deaf character, or you know, or or a, you know, or like a, uh, um, no, I, actually, I think one of the characters is on the autism spectrum. I forgot which one. I th- <laughs> I think um, uh, what's her name? The um, Indian uh, w- woman, I think, is, is on the autism spectrum. But oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yep, uh, S- Symmetra. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah um, you know. But like, my thing is, yeah, like, I think it. it I I I I think it would be an easy win for them. Um, and and the uh, sent the sentiment has been growing, especially from sort of the groups of uh, you know of the people that like I follow. Um, I'm not sure if Blizzard will really pay attention because I don't think it's a controversy in that it's kind of like spoken about outside of sort of the, you know, of the, uh, black women that I follow. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I think, th- I think I, I, I hope that, you know, when they think about, because I'm, because I'm pretty sure they have their next, you know, probably two or three 
Hero Hero's already mapped out, and right. they're doing like the testing and stuff. And like, I hope that they can, you know, um, get, get us a black woman in there. My question to both of you is really fast: Is do you think that if a black woman character comes out soon, that the the anger will die down, or do you feel like it's they, they've kind of lost that grouping of folks? who are just like, well, if you haven't done it yet, you're never going to do it. And it's going to, we're not going to give you the credit when it does happen. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, you know, once you get to the point where people have to say something like, you know, there are as many characters in overwatch as there are NBA teams and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, yes. and uh, there are several more robots than there are, um <laughs> black black characters in in the game um you know like at this point you sh- you you won't get the credit um but you should still do it like cuz yeah. because it is kind of ridiculous like you know i I've, I've seen people on on uh and and I'm I'm not going to use the word both sides but I've seen people on on either side of the argument talk about the fact that you know hey this should be a thing that happens, and and you know, objectively, th- that's the 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 correct answer. Like, uh, it's a thing that should happen. Um, but at the on the on the flip side of it is, well, does it does it matter? Yes, of course it does matter. But like, they'll just put a you know, if since people are talking about it, they can spec out their next character and say, all right, the next female character that we have will be. Will take the shade of her and make her black, but they're not going to give her Afrocentric features. Um, I don't think. Mm. I think you know. I think they'll use this as an opportunity to find a character model, and maybe it's easy enough to widen the nose and stuff like that. Um, so you have a a uh, a character with Black American features, but uh, it you know. It's again. I don't think it's really gonna matter, but you should still you should still do it. So I wonder. I wonder if you get a weird in between where it's like, all right, we're gonna give you a black character, we're gonna give you a black woman character, but they're gonna make her light skin, which well, I think would you've already which got I think would light the internet. Yeah, but I think that would light the internet yeah. on fire. Yeah. No, because I, I, I think I, I think what people are asking for is they want a dark skinned black right, woman. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They want yeah, a brown yeah, skinned, right. dark skinned black woman. Yeah, I, 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 I think what I think what they're going to do is they're going to introduce a black character, but like they're going to name her like a Blexit. Right, right. You know? yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, this has been a great episode of the Spawn of the Podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now for announcing Blexits. Right. <laughs> Yo, I got I got framed. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> I got framed into it. Uh, yeah, if they make if they made a character model that looks like Candace Owens, I'm burning that game to like, the ground. Yeah, right. like 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 her like an alt is to erase the Thirteenth Amendment. Right. <laughs> 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 it's like oh, I'm charged up. You're slaves oh, now. Being <laughs> slaves. It's sundown town. Right. Get off the Democratic oh, plantation, right. you slaves. Oh, Get on the real plantation. Oh yeah. my lord, no. lord, lord! Oh my god! Wow. wow. I know it, it's it's 
it's like the um, equivalent of those old of the uh, Call of Duties when like uh, you would get like the nuke after like a twenty five like uh, kill streak right. and just end the game. You know? <laughs> oh, it would be like that, just like just just carry <laughs> just, just, just up on the screen like and just fucks change, everybody up. Just like a bunch of chains, just like drop from the sky. Game <laughs> <laughs> over. It's over. Oh my, oh my god. So so the weird thing is, so you have that you have that layer to the conversation around Overwatch being a thing. You also have the conversation. Uh, it makes me think back to the conversation that uh, we heard from Kishana Gray, Dr. Kishana Gray, about just how esports in and of itself doesn't have a lot of black people in it. Right. Um, and it and it also kind of layers up, upon that. Just like what are these companies thinking about when they're revealing characters and when they're kind of thinking about their rosters and thinking about the overall like health of the diversity side of the of the the conversation which for 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 most people i think if you think about blizzard they do a lot of good lip service to what that is and i feel like they do have a fairly diverse roster in terms of nationalities and things like that but then you have all that combined with the other announcement that happened during blizzcon of a expansion to hearthstone with a character (laughs) named rastacon the fuck is Rastacon? That is a terrible name. So if you not seen the video yet on uh, Twitch, during the press conference, uh, the person who was revealing the uh, expansion to Hearthstone towards the end of his spiel went into this really bad Jamaican accent. We wanted to do so in a way that champions the beliefs and the culture of an ancient civilization. So as we pull away the vines and cut away the undergrowth of a proud arena at the center of Stranglethorn Vale, we ask you now, hey man, what you think about this? That Harkened back to every bad eighties uh, yeah. movie where Jamaican Mark people were death. portrayed. Mark, he yeah, did, he, it was a mix of Mark for Death, Cool Runnings, and Sebastian the Crab, and the Second Predator movie, and the second. Oh shit! Yes. I forgot about the Second Predator movie. Wow! Yes. So he don't went into his. Forget. Don't ever forget. Uh, so he went into his Jamaican accent, which then rolled into footage of Rastakhan's Rumble, which is the name of the. <laughs> the name of the expansion and if you listen to the audio from Rastakhan in the video it is just as bad right it is even probably worse <laughs> it is like what is the thing see what, what do they say in cool runnings feel what's, what's the rhythm the feel the rhyme yes oh it is God. it it's is Rastakhan time can we erase that from the <laughs> No, that's that's going to be out Damn on it. all the social media when we promote oh this episode. God. See you every day. Oh my god! It's um, so like I have to like okay. Yeah. When you when you do stuff like this, it just makes the other announcement look twice as bad. Mm-hmm. How many black people work there? How, how many? How many? A fair how amount. Many, how many Caribbean people work there? I that I don't oh, know. Oh. But they did not. Work, people, they, they were not people in that, that meeting. go to the Caribbean a lot. Um, oh and that and, and, I'm not I'm not talking about people. Yeah, people hey, that like just that go to, is, that just go to to like Negril and that is like. their that is the extent of their experiences 
Um, there is no yeah, way, so- there is no way, 0% chance that at anyone who was even tangentially uh, related to someone Caribbean would allow <laughs> Rastakhan yeah. to to make it above and beyond a pitch session. So, like, I'm looking through the, uh, the like, on a wow.gamepedia.com. They have a yeah. page on Rastakhan. And, and yeah. like, it, it says, he's the king of all trolls. <laughs> yes, ancient- correct. He's the ancient and formidable witch doctor. Yes. Oh, uh, so stereotype check. Yep. Um, well, that's double it stereotype. Also, it like also says that he has a string of shrunken heads. Oh, there we hanging go. from God. his neck. There we go. Stereotype check. Right. Uh, and a humanoid skull implanted on his spear. Oh, um, with a spear. All right. And then it says, and I almost can't believe that it actually says this. It says, while he is technically the king of all trolls, it is not accurate because trolls often have trouble working with each other. Oh! God damn it. (laughs) That's kind of good. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey, look. You know what they did? They leaned in. Hashtag Hillary. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They did. This so is like crazy. they did. So so here, so my question to you, C, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you this first. We know that that community has a. It's an interesting community because it has like a really wide range, right? right? Where it's like you have folks who are on the competitive side who are probably a little bit older, mm-hmm. um, or at least in the at least in the kind of like teenage to young adult right line, right? Right. Then I feel like there's also a, a significant amount of children who play this game. Who are kind of you know on that beginning of like this is this is your good first person shooter that's not super gory and it's not bloody right. and stuff like that. Right. Do Do you feel like because I didn't hear a lot of conversations about this. I, shot, I saw Esco Blades talking about it. Shout out to Esco Blades on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, and I made a couple of snide remarks as well. But do you think that they're gonna like be able to get quote unquote away with this one? Yeah. In the same way. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they'll be able to get away with this one the same way, uh, actually better than they'll be able to get away with the, the the Overwatch one because the Overwatch one eventually will be corrected. Some people have made some noise and they realize like, yeah, yeah, hey, we should throw them a bone when it comes to mm-hmm. that. But this is a caricature of what, you know, this is a caricature of a stereotype of of <laughs> another stereotype like they like this character this inception right this character came straight straight off the back lot of uh Gilligan's Island yeah <laughs> right Ooh, shout out to last episode yeah yeah like he just he just came came right from there and then they just like all right well what can we do to t- to turn this up to 11 Martin yeah and and they just yeah. they just said, oh, keep that. That's what we're gonna do. Hey, you black guy in the in the in the room, you're gonna be the voice of Rastakhan because they honestly, honestly, they don't give a fuck. Like they give zero shits about Jamaicans, uh, and and really about Caribbeans in general. Um, if they're if yeah. they're gonna th- throw something out, well, you know, I mean, what's the what's the segment of their player base that is based in the Caribbean? 
Now there may be. We don't know though. There, there may be. Well, I do know because if it was, oh, you do if it, know. because you got the numbers. because if it was even close to being uh, anything above infinitesimal, they would not put out Rastakhan. If they thought their customer base would would shout back at this. There was no way because this character is so offensive. It is it is a, a Donald Trump political ad level of of racist offense. So the midterms are coming up. Maybe maybe this yeah, is a strategic this, strategic. There there is <laughs> there is no way they would have greenlit Rastakhan if they thought they were worried if they were worried about Caribbean customers. No way. Yeah, you know, and and like it's not like they even have to do some crazy expensive market research. Yeah. Go to Brooklyn, go right. to Flatbush Avenue, right. walk right. up and down the street right. with your picture of Rastakhan and say, yeah. "Yo, is this a good idea?" <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but you got to do it real quick. You got to do it in the Rastakhan voice. Oh my god. <laughs> you got to do it in the Rastakhan voice. And if you make oh, it no. back out alive, yeah. Yeah, like, like this reminded me of. Um, do you remember like the profiles for like the Street Fighter Two characters that yes. would come? Yes. If you let the uh, game play, this reminded me of them. Yes. Writing like one of those for like DJ or somebody. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Like it, it's like a '90s kind of profile of like but, a, a quote unquote ethnic character, mm-hmm. shrunken heads. Here's the crazy part about all that is. Besides the and like DJ is definitely like a huge caricature of Jamaican people. Dude, he never stopped stuff. smiling. <laughs> he <laughs> never stopped smiling, and he always smiled at the side too. He's like, side <laughs> he got that devious grin. He got a devious side smile. The thing that bugs me out is like Rastafarianism is a religion. Yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. a religion. Yeah. Like y'all just made fun yeah. of a religious. Yeah. Group hey, hey, listen. Of people, you know what though? Rastas don't blow nobody up. Like I don't think anybody's ever been killed in the name of Ja, like you know. I, I, except I, I don't know for, about except that. For, except uh, for bags I'm, of Doritos. I'm, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not willing to jump on. Wow! Oh my god, <laughs> that's that was almost as bad as Ross. Send hate mail to Cicero. Right. Oh my god! But but it's like I, like what other religious group could you do this with and not get all your shit pushed in? Yep. Yep. Like how how does how do people not yep. just like Tibetan monks in arms like freak out about like you couldn't do this about anybody else no no not the big three you know what I mean like not the big three like, you couldn't even do this against yeah. about Scientology right or oh, Buddhism yeah, they, or any you know what I mean got, like they got money man yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll get this game shut the right. fuck down which which was... goes back to my point yeah you know they don't give a fuck about the Caribbeans they don't give a fuck it's, about I'm, I'm really. You know, dude, that was the thing that first hit me. I was like, "Y'all just like went in and just dropped this." Hearthstone don't know religion of people. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, (laughs) So I don't know. It. It. I want. I want to hear more, folks. Actually, I would love. I would love, love, love for folks who practice. You know the the roster religion. I would love to hear how they feel about this stuff. Because I feel like that's a thing that I don't think anyone's going to talk about. And no one is going to dig into that part of the deal. And I think that that's a huge misstep on Blizzard's part. Yeah, for like sure. That's, that's a really big fuck up on their part to just like 
play like play that thing off like it's not important to people. It, you know what? Agreed. You know what? Like I hate to be that dude, but it's not important to people. It's not important to them. It should be, but it's not going to be. And and I would love to hear from somebody who who has found Ja and and come and spread their peace and and you know talk of uh, you know uh, Selassie I here on here in Bricago. Bur- but like, listen, man, they don't give a shit about that. They don't give a shit about that. They should, but they don't care because it's not enough. There's not enough money and Rastafarianism. You know, even. When Snoop was Snoop was Rasta and gave yeah. it up, yeah, you know he gave it up. I mean, because, I don't know, I don't know if he. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, he gave it up because you know Snoop Snoop Lion wasn't popping, so he was like, okay, but, I'm but, just. Gonna was smoke. that because it was wasn't popping, or was that because he was feeling like he was offending people? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's a good that's question. I thought that's a was. good question. Hey Snoop, why don't you call in? We gotta the get show? Snoop on the show. Yeah, gotta get him on Snoop, the show. Snoop, why don't you DM me? Let's Let me go. know. Hey, I let mean, me know how you feel about that. Yeah, come I through. mean, if like LeBron was able to get him on uh, his barbershop show, you know, yeah, LeBron ain't got no podcast. Exactly, no podcast, LeBron. That's right, you ain't got no podcast, LeBron. Um, so <laughs> you ain't got no yeah, headline, LeBron. Like oh man, I'm gonna try to do something with, with with the garbage Lakers, man. Come on, leave them garbage. Alone. You leave them alone. Uh, uh, Walton, Walton will bring them through if Magic yo, doesn't yo, stab him first. Yo, yo, yo! On the low, I don't know if LeBron knows this, but you know he's been working real hard. He had the way back, so uh, yeah. you know the way back for people that don't understand is that you know if you start balding by your temples and it pushes back, and then you just have that giant like uh, giant cartoon hill of hair in the front of your head. That's called the way back. Uh, that's what LeBron was having, and he kept coloring. He kept fading his hair in so that he could not be going bald there. But now he's going bald in the back, in the middle. And I don't know if he knows he's getting a Ginobili. So I, don't wonder, <laughs> I wonder what he's going to do. The rhythm and the rhyme just took all his hairline. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, bo, bo. Bo, bo. Um also announced during BlizzCon was the Diablo Immortal uh, game, which is Immortal. a new game. Immortal. Oh, Jesus Christ. Stop <laughs> it. To, Stop. Yeah, get us all Stop shot. it. Uh, yeah, um, send your hate mail to, to me. Oh, God. Um, maybe mess up the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Diablo Immortal is a is a mobile game that they are uh, Blizzard is putting out that's going to bring the wonderfulness of Diablo to mobile platforms. Uh, there was a really uh, crappy meme, or not meme, a crappy video that I saw earlier today that was basically like this dude in the crowd during the Q and A for Diablo Immortal. Basically, was like, "Is this a is this is this a joke?" Like he literally asked the devs. He was like, "Is this a joke game?" Like I don't believe this is real. <laughs> and, and, and the and the dudes like totally just like took it on the chin and was like, "No, this is an actual game that we're really making yeah. and we mean it." And it was a really weird uh, uh, moment just to be like, this dude is such an asshole right. who just rolled yeah, up to weird. the microphone and asked that shitty ass like, question. Fo- you know, phones are, I mean, like just recently at the iPhone conference, they had 2K talking about NBA 2K and running Xbox One S graphic power and stuff. Like, yeah. like if you get one of these higher, higher end phones, like the XS and I don't know what um, 
the highest Android phone is, but you know they can they yeah. can run some stuff. Note nine, yeah. Note I mean, nine is running Fortnite, um, yeah. and uh, the, the Razer the, phone the is one, like crazy. The one six, the one plus six LT or whatever just released uh, today. So you know that's a really powerful phone. Um, and also shout out to all the markets in Asia <laughs> that have been playing mobile games for God knows how right, long. Right. Oh yeah. Like right. don't don't disrespect that whole region. Right. Um so that dude is an asshole. Screw that dude. <laughs> um that just made me mad because I was just like, that's such a dickish thing to do. Well it's it's it is is such an American type of answer too. Um because I don't think that that touch Touch-based games, even on tablets, have really taken off in this country the way that they have in, like, Asia, in China, uh, specifically, yeah. where, you know, where that that becomes the primary console or in, in you know, developing markets like in India and, you know, in por- portions of, of Africa where they can't afford uh, high-end gaming PCs or even or even consoles – but they can't afford, uh, you know, mobile devices, and they're mm-hmm. able to play on those mobile devices. So, um, if you put out something that can that they can run on their phones and it's compelling, then sure, you know, go right ahead. But you know, here in the states where we have the the luxury of choosing what platform we can play games on, and if a game is has been developed and designed. Uh, for a particular platform or particular platforms to to see it on a smaller device means that it's on a lesser device, especially one without physical inputs, and that makes it less desirable. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I want to push back a bit. I think there's been some highly successful mobile games in the states. I think that there's a lot and there's a glut and there's kind of a race to the bottom, but. You know, these games, especially the ones with microtransactions, make tons of money here. Mm-hmm. Um, like your Pokemon Go's and your Candy Crushes. Yeah, your, but like, you, World of Tanks. Uh, and and that one that Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, has a commercial right, score. Those, you know, are, like, those, are, <laughs> those are point those and clicks. Like, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about games where you actually, you're, you know, where you've got actual controls, like the analog controls on the screen. Oh, so, so real gamer games, you mean gamer games, gamer games on the on hardcore the mo- gamer yeah, games yeah, on the mobile device where you have to, you know, like this Diablo yeah. game where I know, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. So yeah. those games um, have not done, you know, historically have not done as well uh, here in the States where people have the ability to use physical devices for, you know, input devices for controllers. I do wonder if virtual sticks have gotten better. Like I, I played some Fortnite on my phone and it still doesn't feel good. Right. Like it's not it's not an experience that I find really compelling. But right. there are people who like you said, Reef, there are people who have been in that ecosystem, in those multiple ecosystems, and they've definitely been playing those games for a while and, and like enjoying their spaces with it. Yep. But um last one from BlizzCon uh was that they're going back back in time uh, with World of Warcraft <laughs> Classic coming out this summer. Uh, they're basically like de-evolving the game to when the patch came out before before the first expansion, mm-hmm. which is like patch one point one two, right? Um, and I, I I don't know. That's a really interesting maneuver. Like I I don't know. I don't have any insight into that community at all. I don't know if that's a thing that people were clamoring for. I know that you know in the Counter Strike community, there's like that God patch. That everyone is like anything past this is doo doo, and I don't like it. 
Yeah. But this seems to have that kind of flavor uh, with World of Warcraft, uh, World of Warcraft Classic. So, oh, pe- that's people are going to eat it up, man. Yeah. People, yeah, yeah and, so. and like also, you got to remember, whole generation of gamers that were not raised on WoW. Like WoW is considered an old person game. Like I was, yeah. you know, in like the class I taught last uh, spring. You know, one of my teachers, you know, the the the, the one that my um, UMET see at the party that oh, we yeah. get into she was like a hardcore wild raider for right. years and she was taught and m- most of these students just had they were like what is wild like my parents play wow you yeah. know like uh I don't, like that's not something that we play so, so 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 this is a chance to introduce you know a better looking version you know and um and and a lot of people do like those like older versions and stuff so i think this is awesome um and and i also think that i like that um blizzard is if you think about all the ips that they have now you know is there what other company aside from maybe nintendo has this many franchises and characters that have existed for a while that they can just continue to you know to repackage and and make better and rebuild like i think that they're totally uh you know doing doing good with their assets i i think it's dope um i i like i i played wow once like maybe six years ago didn't mm-hmm. really like it but you can play a demo for this for 60 minutes i'm i'm gonna dig into it and just see what's up yeah mm-hmm. yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see how the folks take to it i think it's gonna be really cool to see how that bridges whatever gaps that they were trying to get into the you know newbies coming back or folks who had never you know, folks who had never played and the folks who had, who had played and kind of coming back into it so yeah well i, I think that uh, there is a large section of world of i wouldn't even, i'm not even going to call them a subsection a, a section of world uh, wow players who didn't play until after the expansions Right. So, mm, so, yeah. so this will be a chance for them to go back and, uh, you know, visit the classics, and yeah. and you know, get a get a sense of what the original experience was all about. And I think for the legions of WoW players that are out there, that's worth it. You know, in and of itself, like just the fact that. Uh, they still have all of these players that have been playing. You know, if you've even if you've been playing for the last fourteen years, uh, or fifteen by the time it comes out, you won't remember. Like it's like looking at if you were a three sixty owner, looking at the evolution of the the Xbox dashboard from the beginning of the three sixty right. to the, the end. Yeah, right. The blades to the end of the three sixty era. Uh, and the, and the home screen that was there, they're worlds apart. So you know, so far apart that you almost forget the different iterations that came you know came in between. So this will be a, a an excellent opportunity, as kind of as Reef said, for uh, you know new and old fans uh, of of the series. I don't think they'll get people that didn't dive in, or the the number of people that they get that never dove into wow will be minuscule but the but the you know the this already the people that have already subscribed are going to be really really happy about this i think word um a game that will probably take another 12 to 14 years to finish is red dead redemption uh, that came out this past week um i know that i have just started my my trek in my um 
my my game. Uh, I know that you two gents have probably started the game as well at this point. Um, I kind of want to just get some quick impressions of, you know, how you're digging the game so far and what you've been thinking about off the heels of all the Rockstar Crunch conversations and, and all the kind of not great press and PR that they got from uh, folks on the Internet in the past couple of weeks. Uh, Reef, what, what are your thoughts so far about uh, Red Dead and the times you've had? Man. Um, so one thing before I start, one last Blizzard thing. Uh, Destiny sure. 2 is free on PC until November 18th. So oh, nice. if you don't have it on PC, go on Battle.net and grab it. Um, so cool. Um, all right. So uh, got to eat some crow, man. Um, I wouldn't say I've been slandering Red Dead 2, but I've <laughs> definitely been like, man, this game is fucking boring. <laughs> um, like I found that, you know, for the first, I would say three hours, you know, right. four hours, I would say. I was like, I can't play for more than 30 minutes. Mm. Like, it was like settling in for the first couple of episodes of a Netflix series that doesn't really get jumping until episode six or seven. That's what it felt like to me. Like, and it's not like it's well produced. Dialogue's great. You know, obviously it looks incredible. But man, I thought it had a bad start, like a really bad start. And Mm -hmm. I think a start that's not representative of the game that I've been playing now. Um, you know, like it's, it, it, man, I got to a point yesterday where I played for a couple of hours straight because I finally got to a part, I guess, where the game opens up a bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm in chapter two. Um, so I was doing, uh, not even doing some of the missions. I was just, you know, everybody says how immersive it is. And I finally got to that point where I was just riding by and somebody called me over and they asked me. It, it, but it didn't seem like it was like a quest giver thing. Like, right. hey, help me find my son. It was like we had <laughs> an actual conversation, and at any point I could antagonize him, or I could say what's up. I could rob him, or like, or like, you know, it just everything feels natural in the game. Um, but I didn't really get there until maybe about five hours through. Um, so I really want people to hold on if you were in the same situation as like i am because i think chapter one is very weak um i wasn't impressed with it at all except Mm -hmm. for small things like there's a dope train segment that i really liked um one thing i'm finding is that the gun battles are just to me they're just not good um rockstar has never been great with gun combat i mean like as fun as like gta is that's definitely not one thing that i think about when i think about that game and right early on, they put you in these huge gunfights, which you would think would be the highlight of a Western games, but not for this one. Or or at least I haven't been in one where I've been like, wow, that was cool. I've been in one like, wow, that was really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm for the last couple of hours, I haven't had any major gunfights. You know, I've had like a one on one things where, you know, I'll have to stop a witness or. Or like you know, I have to, I have to like go and like rough up like some debtors to like collect their like money um, that they owe. You know, are are a group, but like the less gunfights, the better, man. Like this game, I think really is highlighted when you treat it as to me. And this is not derisive, but like a sixty dollar Telltale game. This is like a. Mm. a uh, a point and click adventure with a little bit more freedom to, to uh, go around um, where like you sit back, you experience it 
you do some like slower things there's some small action um and i don't know if that's what they were going for but once i realigned my expectations to that i've enjoyed it a lot more um i think i was going in expecting it to kind of start off with more of a bang like uh do you guys remember how fucking GTA Five started with that like the bank, bank robbery? The bank, yeah. Like you're switching like uh, between like the sniper on the outside and inside. Yep. I was like, holy shit, this game rocks! Yep. And like that was still a, like a tutorial, you know. So you were still learning it. This this game does not do that, um, but it's, it's a different kind of game. And I had to readjust. Now I can see why it's dope. Is I I still I think I'll need to play it more to really see if it's like game of the year candidate for me it's not quite well it's very far from there now i mean for best visuals and stuff sure but um i haven't really gotten to the point where the narrative or stuff has really hooked me but man the game is good i but i think you need to approach it as a as a sort of a point and click adventure yeah see what are your, what are your thoughts so far in the game um so i'm also in chapter two i uh I feel very differently than than Reef does about the beginning of the game. Um, Shocker. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, I, the funny thing for me is I feel like this is less a a game that you play a, as opposed to a world you inhabit. Um, mm, and it's a back of the box quote. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's so the the beginning part where you're in in this there isn't uh, admittedly there's not a lot to do um but there's a lot to kind of appreciate where they give you the space i think it gives the game gives itself the space to kind of set up the story and set up the people with whom you're going to be spending some of your time with um and then you know gives you a couple of easter eggs like you know early on you meet john marston um, in a, in a precarious situation. Um, but like, it's, it's just, it's just so, and you know, there's some tutorial stuff, but not really, this game really doesn't hold your hand all that much. Um, you know, they, they, they hold you like, you're just learning how to walk in this world, uh, or walk again in this world. Um, but they hold your hand only at the crosswalks. And then the rest of the way, when you're on the block, you just you're just walking by oh, yourself. That that's a good. Uh, I, I I like that. Thank you, thank you, sir. Hold your hand at the crosswalk. Um, still. And all right, all right. <laughs> you know, just we, we everybody knows where you got it from. Um. So, the, <laughs> but but the, I mean the the thing the thing that uh, that just impresses me with this game is how detailed it is so uh you know early on in the game in the tutorial area chapter chapter one uh i was i was eating some food that i got out of the satchel um and i ate the food the food was in a can i took the can when i was done eating the food and i just tossed it and it was sitting on the ground and now it's just there forever like (laughs) you know so like it's in the world. That's what, you know, that's what you did. And, you know, if you kill an animal or a person, that that thing will decay over time. Like those types of things that are that are in the game, 
are just incredible. The dialogue, again, the the acting is phenomenal. The score, uh, but you know, these yeah, the score are score is good, right? These are things that you'd expect from a Rockstar game, and and the the gunplay hasn't been good. The controls are a little wonky. I've seen a lot of videos online about tweaking the controls. Um, uh, one of the tips is to chip take the the dead spot bring the dead spot all the way down to zero hmm. on on uh on your gun you know gun gun aiming aiming and then uh you know mess with your 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 look sensitivity and your aim sensitivity uh and you'll get it right and that'll that'll uh you know make your experience i think your your gunplay experience a little bit better but but again this game isn't necessarily about gunplay. It's just about what it's, you know, what it's like to be Arthur Morgan in 1899 in this fake, you know, in this fake facsimile of the United States in 1899. And and it's it's incredible. I I am weirdly in well not weirdly. I'm I am in Reese boat so far where I'm about I'm in chapter two as well. Um, and I I don't know. Like, I'm bored. And that's a weird thing to say for a big open world game like this that got so much hype and got so much love so far from all the folks who reviewed it. And right now, I'm kind of not having fun. Mm. And that part is is weird. Like, I, I totally agree. I feel like the gunplay stuff is bad. Um it was interesting when I was over at Kotaku last week uh, and got a chance to see it for the first time. Um, it was really cool to see somebody who had had more time in the game with it kind of maneuver themselves around. Right. Um, one of the things I also heard was like this, basically like a first person shooter control scheme. Yeah. And you should flip yeah. it to that because yes. it makes it feel better. Yes. Um, but so far, like, I don't really care about Arthur. Like Arthur is not doing anything for me. Um, I feel like one of the things that they talked about in terms of the emergent world, in terms of like folks being able to be like, Hey, help me come do a thing for me. Like, this is the thing, like the controls make it so that if you wanted to intervene into something that was happening, it makes it so much more clunky that you'll either miss a prompt for something or you'll kind of run over to a spot. And by the time you got there and try to find someone, if they're like in the brush, you can't see them. Cause like the, cause like the actual like world is like taken over and you can't see the people where you want to go help them and stuff. It feels like there's a lot of small things that just aren't clicking so far, and I'm really disappointed. Like I feel like the scuttlebutt that I heard on the internet was like it it opens up around like 16 hours in. Oh my god! No, god. and I'm probably like eight. I'm probably like eight to ten. Sixteen probably. hours? No, and. I, and I'm like, that can't be the case. Like, that can't yeah. be good. Like, I don't know if it's there yet. Like, I don't. I'm waiting for it to do stuff. Like, I, I hated the beginning part. Um, and now that I'm kind of in the secondary part where I'm actually doing quests and things, like, it it sucks to say this, but it's like, I want there to be a fast travel system. <laughs> like, oh, there is. And it one. sucks. You can get there. You is? can get. Yeah, there's a fast oh. travel. I don't know, man. Some of my best moments that have kind of changed my mind on the game is just riding right. back to a point where at I first mean. I would think I want one, but 
the different people and the interactions you can have it really to me at least that that's kind of really trying to change you know kind of made a lot of positive impact on me about the game yeah i'm I'm waiting to have that breakthrough moment and i haven't had it yet like i've had a couple of random things that have popped up but none of those things had made me feel like either a badass or have made me feel like well there was one thing i did that that was funny but it wasn't something that i i wanted to happen it was a, a person getting beat up in front of a saloon he called out to me to be like come help me i roll over to help him uh he by the time i got spun around to him the dude stopped fighting him walked into the saloon so i go to confront him and i'm like basically yo if you touch my dude again i'm I'm gonna bust you in the face and (laughs) dude is like well what you gonna do and so i like pull out my gun and because every time you you do an action the different prompts do different things and they're on right. semi different buttons. Right. I like yeah. totally just like cold murdered this dude in the <laughs> face. Yeah. In the middle of the like, thing. Yeah. Like in the yeah. middle of the salon of the <laughs> saloon, just right. like in front of everybody, just like right. blasted his face off. Right. Now I have a $40 bounty. I have to run away and get away from all these people and the law is coming to kill me and all this other stuff. It just feels really clunky right now. I wish that, I, and I have to play more of it. I have to give it some more time and some more love. But right now, I'm just like not having the fun that I thought I would be having. So much so that I'm playing other stuff mm-hmm. to like feel like my time isn't being wasted. I'm telling you, man. Th- Thirty minutes at a time, man. I'm telling that you, that was the thing. It's, it's... Like I thought that I had to like get some more time in it to be like. All right, let me because I was doing that. I was doing like thirty minutes at a time, like thirty to forty-five minutes, to be like, all right, I'm gonna give it a chance. Let me see if I can get through a mission or two to like get some stuff going, so I can get to whatever the next steps are. And every time I do that, it still feels like I just kind of wasted time, mm-hmm. and that sucks. So, what what is platform are you playing on? Uh, I'm playing on Xbox. Okay, on the on the on the, on the X. On the X, yeah. How's I played it, it on PS4 too. And it's not yeah. as it's muddy. It's a little bit yeah. muddier in comparison to the X. So all the stuff that they said over at Digital Foundry, at least right. in my from my eyeballs, it, right. it feels that way. Like right. it feels better there. Yeah, I mean, and you it, think that too, right? See, yeah, yeah. I mean, it it, it, it is. X. Yeah, yeah. It is uh, without question. I think um, you know the the one feather in the Xbox's cap uh, going forward for the remainder of this generation for however long it lasts is that multi-platform games will look better on on that console 99 times out of 100 um because it is just it is just that much more powerful those teraflops are real um so <laughs> you know the teraflops are real in in the x you know and I've got uh like I've got a PS4 Pro now uh and you know and the 1X and you know the 1X just just you know beats it down um th- it's I hear what you guys are saying about um about Red Dead and and I wouldn't, you know, obviously these are your experiences. So, uh, you know, of course, I'm not going to disagree with them, but I'm going to say, like, I can understand the fact that like you, you aren't having a good time because your expectations are that it was, you know, like it, you were going to you were going to press play on the on the controller to to load the game and then fun would start to happen you know like there would be this experience that that was eight years in the making and who knows how many hundreds of millions of dollars 
in the making. And it and it isn't it fundamentally isn't that game. And kind of like what Reef said, like I you know, obviously is an oversimplification to call it Telltale, you know, Red Dead, you know, Telltale uh, presents Red Dead, <laughs> but but it's like it is about it really is about like just living in this world. And yeah. to your point about the controls, if you change the controls, they are clunky. They like it. It really doesn't make a lot of sense because they they try to map so many different things to a controller, almost too many things. And I would it, say too many. And and if you switch them, if you switch the controls to an FPS control, it makes it you know it makes a little bit more sense. Um, and it makes things a little bit less clunky. It'll be interesting to see, uh, when, when this finally does come out on PC, how much more, you know, how much more different that beginning portion will be when you're not, you know, when you're not kind of hamstrung by a Mm -hmm. controller, um, for the different things that, you know, for the myriad things that you can do, uh, both, both practically and contextually, um, with, with your character. So, um, but like, so you, you know, you talk about that. I, I do want to talk about like the high system that, you know, they basically carried over from, from Grand Theft Auto five and implemented it into the wild west, I think is super, super good. Uh, like, you know, in the beginning, I haven't done any more heist, but you know, that train heist in the beginning, the guys, yeah, like at one point in you know and this is minor spoilers for the very beginning of the game but uh at one point somebody's trying to set up dynamite on a train on the train tracks <laughs> and you've got to run the wire to the plunger yeah. so I like that yeah so like th- that just goes to show you that's rockstar's way of showing you that hey you're you know this is this is probably a mechanic that you're going to be using in the future and yeah, we we got that detailed in into it. You know, it's not just hey, you know, uh, press the X button or the A button to put the dynamite on the wall, and then you know, s- step to the ring and push the button there, and then everything magically appears. Um, yeah, that's that's really dope. Like the just the attention to detail in the game, I think is is yeah. is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, I I just been sometimes I just freaking chop wood. <laughs> and it feels good. Right. It seems so weird and boring, but sometimes I'll go to my camp and just chop wood. And it's a thing that, you know, it it improves your, you know, your bond with the crew. But I do it because right there's, it's, it's like I'm enjoying it because now it's like I'll chop wood. I'll take out my phone, start browsing Twitter and shit right. while I'm chopping. It's like one of these like exper- experience games where you can like. Do other stuff. ASMR. The ASMR simulator in the West. I don't know if this is what they're going for, but I don't know. I'm enjoying it in that way. Clearly they were because one of the big things that they tout is the fact that when you're on these trips, you can put um, in the cinematic mode. So the the point is that you're just supposed to kind of sit back and and you know yeah you're gonna be playing this game you're gonna inhabit this world for sixty or seventy hours before you complete the the narrative, um, but a lot of that time you're gonna be able to just kind of put the controller down and just appreciate what we've done. 
uh, you're welcome. Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like I, I will agree with that part. Like I'm, I'm really excited actually to do like stuff that I've always cared about in video games was like fishing. Right. Like right. I want to, I want to do fishing stuff right. and all that There's stuff. 30 different types of fish in the game. Yeah. You know, I haven't fished at all. I yeah, haven't fished yeah. at all. Yeah. I haven't fished at all, but it's like, I, it, it just reminds me of just how saturated the market is right now and how even for triple a huge titles like this, you may miss people if you don't have a strong start. And if you don't have a strong start, people may dip out on your game before it gets good uh, and put it to the back burner for other stuff that people want to kind of check out and play. All they want is people to buy it. Yeah. I mean, they got that. I mean, it's already the biggest entertainment opening of all time. Yeah. Yeah. They made, they made not just games. Right. Like entertainment, yes, <laughs> they made they made amazing amounts of money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're so we're gonna take a quick break, uh, and then on the flip side of that, we're gonna talk a little bit about what we've been playing uh, before ending out episode two hundred sixty one of the Spawn of Me podcast. Thank you everybody for coming through, hanging out with us, and we'll be back in a minute. Hey, Spawn on Me listeners, are you interested in learning about the world of making indie games? If you are, then look no further than Wardcast. Wardcast is all about the tricks of the trade of being an independent creator in the games industry. From our roundtable of local indie devs here in Richmond, Virginia, to our panel of esteemed guests from all over the world, we focus on creators' individual stories about their work and the past that got them to where they are today. Our guests include awesome people like Mike Bithel, creator of Thomas Was Alone, Jay Tholen, creator of Dropsy the Clown, and Becca Saltzman, CEO of Finji, who's worked on games such as Overland, Night in the Woods, and Tunic. So if you'd like to hear from these amazing creators and more, come check out Wardcast. You can find us online at ward-games.com, on Twitter at wardvideogames, or in your podcast app of choice, just search Wardcast. That's W-A-R-D-C-A-S-T. Wardcast! What's good, Internet? This is Austin Walker, a.k.a. Professor Killer, a.k.a. David Foster Flawless, a.k.a. Bars Von Trier. You already know what it is. And since you do, you should also already know that Spawn on Me keeps it real when it comes to games, culture, and holding it down even when the world is on fire. Welcome to Bricago, y'all. Welcome back, everybody. This is the Spawn on Me podcast, episode 261 of our show. If you missed the first half of the show, shame on you. We will not tie you to the railroad tracks. Uh, We will make sure that you are safe. Uh, in our world of Chicago. Um, but before we end out uh, 261, we want to talk a little bit about stuff that we've been playing and hanging out with uh, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, I want to kind of dig into C's uh, bag of tricks. Uh, what have you been playing uh, and, and kind of experiencing in the past week or so? Uh, well, uh, Red Dead. Um, I've been, uh, you know, what? what's funny is, uh, unlike you guys, I feel... I feel that I'd be hamstrung if I limited myself to 30 minutes of a 30 minute cap on Red Dead. So I figured mm-hmm. like I need two hours to play Red Dead. And as I've previously talked about in the last couple of weeks, I haven't had a lot of time for, uh, <laughs> you know, I haven't had two hours of gaming time uh, to, to carve out unless it's two o'clock in the morning. So I've been playing shorter games like, you know, like like MLB The Show. And uh, recently, more recently, Madden. I started. I started my Madden franchise in earnest, um, and you know now I've I've kind of gotten into that. I'm 
and I'm kind of torn, you know, now, now that like the weekend is approaching and I'll have some more time. Do I play a few games of Madden or do I, you know, start to dive into Red Dead in, in a real way um, and and really start to beat down some of the that monstrosity that is, uh, <laughs> the, you know, the Red Dead narrative? Um, I've been having a lot of fun watching people play play Red Dead on YouTube. Um, and, you know, and just say like, oh, I can get to it when I get to it. So I'm not sure. Uh, really, I'm not sure. And uh, I'm still playing Rivals, uh, Command and Conquer Rivals on my phone. Uh, the game went gold, ironically, the day we were talking about it last week. So it went nice. officially gold. So that's that was uh, that was fortuitous. Um, but it is it, again, uh, you know, we talked about BlizzCon and RTSs. If you're into RTSs uh, and you're on your phone, check it out. It's you know, it, it there's a you know not really a big learning curve, but it's it's super fun. It's super fun, and you don't have to spend any money. Nice, nice, nice. I can't wait for the Rostacon DLC to happen in that game. <laughs> oh, word, word. <laughs> Reef, what are, what are you what are you been playing? What have you been hanging out I mean, with? And, and I mean, those trolls can't can't really work together. So right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I've I'm still still digging into Dark Souls. Um, I've been getting a little bit further and further every time I play. I like literally set up my tutoring appointment so I get there like 15 minutes early so I can play some Dark Souls. Wow. Um, now I've finally found the bug for this game. There's been years I've tried because I have them on Steam and I've tried them and I've been like, man, I just don't see the appeal. But I don't know. Something switched on because now like. I can see that appeal. I, I totally get the risk reward, the frustration of dying to a boss 30 times. And then like I was fighting, I, I believe it was the, the second major boss that you fight and you fight the boss on this like tiny little bridge. And I was like, man, I don't know. And then all of a sudden I see like, you know, in, in like I'm always getting hit by these arrows and shit. And I'm like, what is this <laughs> off the side of the and, screen? And you never know where it is. Yeah. And then I noticed there's like an arrow, like a ladder. And I climb up on the ladder and it's like a whole like circular thing with the archers. I take out the archers. The boss jumps up there. Oh, yeah. And then I can fight him in this little arena. And just little things like that, that, again, the game doesn't tell you. They don't throw up a hint on the the screen or a waypoint or anything like that. Like, man, this game really is like rewarding, I must say. Um the only thing I don't like is you're, and I don't know if they um, have an algorithm that makes it more likely to drop stuff the more you die, mm. but it's like I die, 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 then I get a drop of this fantastic weapon, and then I'm able to win. Yeah. You know? And I don't know if that's like by design, but I, I kind of wish I had a little more control over the weaponry, because I unlocked this battle axe, and now I'm like wrecking fools, because not only does it take out a lot of hit points but it has this wide like swing range so i can hit like three guys at once you know so it's like completely changed the way that i that i play um you know um so uh, yeah and and i also um have been playing the um the snk 40th edition uh sorry the 40th anniversary collection um oh nice um yeah yeah i've been uh playing it on the switch um and it's really dope you know i was you know when like i was younger i was a huge fan of um 
Akari Warriors, yes. um, which is, you know, like a top-down uh, shooter where you, like, get in these tanks and blow stuff up. You know, it was, like, one of those original arcade games that I played a lot. Yeah, with the twisty and, joystick. Yeah, and uh, they have all three of them. And the good news is they have the arcade version and the NES versions. Oh. Um, and I love that because, you know, um, the NES games, they always changed them, like, significantly because they right. knew that they couldn't do like a port of it so they always added some new stuff or like change it around um so so i've been playing 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 those as well as a game i completely forgot about but once i played it i was like i remember how much i love this game and i and i I forgot that snk made it um it's a game called pow are you guys oh yeah hell yes Hell yeah! Hell yes! Yeah, so like yeah, you're a Vietnam POW. You escape from yeah. the camp, and you gotta try and get out of there. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's like double dragon. It's like double dragon in Vietnam, basically. Right. Um, and I remember more the NES version because 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 like we um we uh we uh owned it, and man, playing through that game again with you know was just really really fun. Um, and the arcade game, I never played a lot because it was like really cheap. Like you died very quickly. Well, I died very (laughs) quickly, but the funny thing is when I was playing it, I got this instant flashback where I literally remember exactly where this arcade machine was in my (laughs) local arcade. Like I remember exact, it was one machine away from the little pizza room in the back. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, and it just... Like, I don't know, it's, I don't know if I'm, you know, weird, but I can, like, map out my old local arcade. Like, like, I remember where the Street Fighter, like, machines were. Oh, yeah. I remember where the pinball stuff is. I remember where the change, like, a machine is. So I always, like, remember those. But I was like, yo, I remember where, where POW was. <laughs> like, you know, so, so, uh, so, um, yeah, and, and, um, I saw, um, Frank Cifaldi was uh, tweeting about this as well because uh, he uh, he uh, worked on this uh, on the SNK collection. It's really solid. Nice. Um, so I, bl- I I believe it comes out in like a week or so. Um, you know, I have a a, a review code for it, and it, it's it is solid. I I, I think I, I think all of these things should always include our arcade and home ports. Yeah, I know that that can be tough with the licensing mm-hmm. and stuff because right. there's times where, you know, like a different company will do the right. home license and right. stuff, but I guess for SNK they just did everything. Yeah, they did them they um, did them both. Uh yeah, except yeah, for I, except for when they had cuz SNK also had Tengen um mm. that they would that they because Nintendo had this weird thing where you could only license a certain number of games per year yeah to uh you know for for the console so they so these companies like Taito and yeah. SNK came up with these additional companies yeah and they would release games under those titles yeah, yeah under those yeah, yeah, under those umbrellas yeah that's how Tengen had that like illegal ass Tetris game that yeah. they, he came out with. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's it's a solid. Um, you know, if you're into any of the old SNK arcade games, now like this isn't like Neo Geo stuff. You know, this right. is more like their arcade stuff. Right. Um, well, well, well. Oh, is baseball stars pre, on there or something? This is their pre Neo Geo oh, okay. arcade games. Oh, okay. So, okay. so like, so like, there's no art of fighting or Fatal right. Fury. Uh. Or, 
World Heroes. That or sucks. Like Actually, most most of their games were fighting games yeah, in the Neo yeah. Geo era. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but um, uh, yeah, it's 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 solid. Yeah. Um, it it is very solid. Uh, so what what platforms? Uh, I think it's coming out for everything, actually. Okay. Um, um, I, I, I've been playing it on the Switch. Mm. Um, I saw a advertisement for it on Steam. Um, and I believe it's uh, coming to all the consoles as well, to the, to the uh, Xbox and the, uh, and, and the PlayStation. I'm not sure, though. And I should actually check that out. But. Is there uh, one thing that I love, because um, I'm that kind of nerd, is... Uh, museum stuff about the game so oh there's plenty of that stuff there's like the old arcade things there's all the manuals there's like the old like uh, japanese art and the american art um yeah yeah it it definitely does a great job of of that and then you know all all these uh, anytime something says anniversary like collection i'm like y'all better have that stuff right you know like it can't be just the games you know um like it's got to be everything so um yeah yeah i'm 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 pretty excited about it um and yeah it's it it is very very dope um actually now that i'm looking at it it might be just the switch i thought switch it was coming out for everything but all i'm seeing is stuff for the switch version so 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 yeah it actually might be it, it might not be coming to the which would be surprising to me but i'm i'm not seeing a version for uh no, it is just Xbox for the Switch. Or, uh, PlayStation, which is weird. It is just for the... Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 that's, that's it's being weird. It's being published by Nis America? So, uh, no, they're not... Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so, so, like, Nis America does a bunch of, like, Switch games, I know that. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, it's, it's, like, super fun. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and I also, I love these because there's always a couple games that I've never heard of, you know? Oh yeah. It was yeah. It, it was like the same thing when um Capcom when like uh, they dropped that like uh, beat 'em up b- bundle and like of course I bought it for the games that I knew like uh Final Fight and Knights of the Round and right. stuff, but they also had these random beat 'em ups I never heard of, but they're super fun. Mm-hmm, you know? Right. Um so Captain Commando so, yeah, and that crew. Yeah, 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 ex- exactly. So yeah. Very, very, very dope stuff. If you're an old, old gamer like I am, check it out. If you're a young gamer too, um, check check it out because even though the games are hard as shit, you get unlimited lives and you get this uh, rewind feature where like you can basically yes, like, re- yes. like rewind the last like I think ten seconds of yeah. like anything. Oh, you know? nice. So yeah, yeah. So so it's pretty dope. Oh, Guerrilla War is there too. Oh, yep. yes. Yeah, I wonder how nice. you play that because Gorilla War was the one, wasn't Gorilla War the one with the uh, submachine gun? It's a, yes. a side scroller light gun game. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, th- I think they pretty much just like have like a target on the screen okay. that you move with your okay. with your with your joystick. Right. I I haven't played it yet on the anniversary collection, but that's t- typically how they port the uh, light light gun games like uh, Cabal and like Terminator right. and RoboCop and right. stuff. So yeah. Dude. Yeah. So that's what I've been digging in. Nice. Um, I since we're a little bit over time, I'm going to do the fast version of what I've been playing. Uh Zarvot on the Switch is a fantastic game. I've been, you know, talking about this game for years now at this point. It's finally out in retail. It is a top down isometric story 
about two cubes trying to figure their way through life. Um, it's super cool. Uh, I love that game. I love the folks over at Snow Hydra. Uh, it's like a one-person team uh, who made this game that I saw like six or seven years ago at this point. Like when I first started into the industry, uh, got a chance to see it. Now it's out and it's super dope. Um, a game that is not super dope is NBA Playgrounds <laughs> 2. Do not buy <laughs> this game. Don't support this game. I feel like wow. 2K came in and ruined it. It oh, is like sucks. NBA Jam if you ran in molasses. It's wow, terrible. Man. It is a bad game. It is not fun to play. Is it worse play. than the first one? Yes. Did, yeah. did you play the first one? Yes. Okay, is it worse than that? It, wow. feels, it feels worse than the, than the, than the previous game. Wow. Um, that joint is not fun. Um, Star Starlink uh, over from the yeah. folks at Ubisoft. That game is fantastic. Check that out and play that. If you do have the physical tool, uh, the physical pieces, uh, it's even more fun because uh, it is one of those weird things where I'm not a toys to life person. I don't really care about physical things. Neither um, is the industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, I yeah, feel bad about that. It's a ballsy moves from yeah. It's like jumping back in that in that thing. But uh, again, correction, like, correction from last week or two weeks ago when we were talking about it, I erroneously said that you had to have something. You don't you don't have to have any of the toys in order to right. play and get access to all the things. Correct. If you do have them, you can basically link it to your account by putting it on the controller and the thing that you get, um, and then that gives you a digital version of it as well. So um, that's fun. Uh, I finally finished uh, playing or played a lot of uh, Reigns Game of Thrones. Nice. Um, that game is a lot of fun. If you have not played that game, you need to go cop that joint. Uh, support the folks um, over on that side. Support HBO because they need money. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also <laughs> and also support support Lee Alexander, who is a, yeah. who's a fantastic writer on the game and, and friend of Bracago. Uh, there's a review of that game up on OKBeast.com. Uh, shout out to them for letting me throw up a review over on their site. Um, and what else have I been digging into? I went back to No Man's Sky because they put out a new patch, uh, oh, right. which basically makes like all, the underwater the water, all the underwater stuff really cool. Yeah. Huh. Um, every time I play it on PS4, I feel like it's about to crash, and I don't know if I'm going to be able <laughs> to do all that work again on PC where it plays better. Right. Um, so I'm in a weird spot where I want to keep loving on that game and, and playing it, but I'm always afraid that like once I start mining for shit that it's gonna crash out. Um, so that part is that part is a little bit weird. Um, and what else have I been playing? There's been a couple of other things that have been in the mix. Um, it's something on Switch, and I can't remember the name of it right now. Damn it! I just had it in my head. Now it's gone. Shit. Um, actually, you know, I actually started playing 2K on, on Switch, and that's a really competent game. Like, that's a really yeah. good game on Switch. I did not think that it was going to translate as well over to that platform. Um, but it is super yeah, fun. Yeah, I've been pretty happy with it. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that is... Oh, I jumped back into Fortnite, too. Oh, I jumped back into what made Fortnite. you jump into that? Fortnite Mares is a new uh, patch that just came out. Right. And I had missed... I had, like, stopped playing for at least six to eight months. I think at this point, um, I miss my I miss my Fortnite crew, um, but jumped into it and I was like, you know what? Like, as much as I have had to come to the realization I'm not going to be good at that game, it is still a really fun time. Like the the little nice. limited time modes that they put into the game. There was one where you basically have to like go to these sections of the map and dance, 
and it's and if you keep dancing, <laughs> then the, the meter on those particular places goes up, so you can take it, take a, and capture it, and stuff wow. like that is the reason why I go into that game now. I'm never gonna be, yeah. you know, TSM Myth or anybody else, but um, it is a it is a fun game to kind of go back into and, and get your uh, your feet wet uh, okay. with that. I might check it out. I might dive back in. Yeah, uh, the things I want to be playing, I want to check out the Fallout 76 beta, but I don't have any keys for it. Um, I think it's going to go away. Um, and the Quiet Man game that yeah. everyone has been talking about, <laughs> that has Shout been... out to Patrick Klepek. Shout out to Patrick Klepek <laughs> for that. I want to try that game out, and I don't know if I'm going to copy it yet, but I want to try that out. Oh, before I before I get up out of here, Reef, I know you played the Undertale game. The yes. new Undertale game. I forgot about that. Yeah, so 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 it, it was very interesting because there was a very uh, cryptic message on uh, Twitter from the uh, creator of uh, Undertale, and like it, it 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 was basically like, "I have a message. Please come back uh, in uh, twenty four hours." Uh, this is on on uh, to- Toby Fox's account. Um, and then he just had links to deltarune.com, um, which is a nice acronym, uh, a, uh, not, not, not acronym, a, uh, anagram for yeah. Undertale. Right. Um, so you go there and you download a demo for what is apparently the sequel to Undertale. No one's quite sure. Um, <laughs> and the weird thing is it says for public safety, safety, you are advised to refrain from discussion of this program for 24 hours. So, like, and most people abided by that. Like, they played it, and they didn't really talk about it for, like, a day. Um, it does, they pretty much say you should complete Undertale before you play it, because it does uh, get it. into some spoilerific stuff. Um, you know, if you care about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, wow, it, it's, all I'll say is, if you like Undertale, you will like the game. I mean, it's it's short, um, you know, but it's just as weird as, Undertale is. I'll say that the beginning setting is you're basically in school, and you're dealing with stuff that school people do, and then somehow you end up in similar to to the original Undertale. You like end up in another world, and then you're walking around meeting people and doing Undertale type things. You, you know, it's you know it's it's still like a top down sort of action RPG um, with like bullet hell elements in it. Mm, nice. Um, but the beginning is really cool because you go through this character creation where you pick your name, you pick how you look and like all that stuff. And then it basically says like your choices mean nothing. And it assigns you a random name, <laughs> which, which, was, which was hilarious to me because, you know, it's not a, it's not like a freaking uh, fallout character creator. It's not right. like you're picking your eyebrows <laughs> and your cheek depth or whatever. It's just like how you're picking like a, like a, eight bit figure you know but yeah that that gives you a sense of what kind of game it is in the sense of like a humor that like uh, they have so yeah i mean most people i don't know many people that didn't enjoy undertale i mean it's not a perfect game but it does it's an emotionally impactful um very unique game um and i think there's just no excuse to download i mean let's sorry no excuse there's like no reason not to download another game that puts you back in that world for like an hour or like a two, you right. know? Nice. Um, but they did say that it is like a demo, so it's not like the full game, but it is cool. And like, it was a nice surprise. I love 
these like stealth drops of like uh, games. Like like there was another stealth drop where um you know on uh Twitter um I found out that uh that Grim Fandango just was released on Switch just like randomly. Oh. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was it was like super weird. Um Tim was just like, "Hey, uh check out the this like a video and like uh, it was just a a uh, picture of the uh, gr- of the Grim Fandango character g- going through his uh, pockets and he just pulled out a switch and it was like out today. <laughs> That's nice. Like, That's dope. And great platform and, like, for that. I was I I I I I was like awesome and then I was like get back to Psychonauts too. Okay. Right. <laughs> Not porting these games, but but I mean, I just I just love these like stealth releases of things. It was like a similar thing with um, Into the Breach on Switch. They just announced it and said, "Here you go," yeah, um, which was a couple months ago. So so yeah, it's it's you know, um, check out Delta Rune, you know. But uh, yeah yeah, tr- try to I I would say play Undertale first if if you haven't, right? You know? But yeah, so check it out. It is dope. Cool, cool, cool. So if there are any of those games that you have been playing as well, let us know and shout us out on Twitter, on the social medias, and all the other places that you know where we are. Uh, And to find out where those places are, I'm going to hand it over to Cicero, who's going to let everybody know all the social media. Bidneth. Who that that is? Uh, So, hey, uh, spot on me. Check all your social media platforms. We are there. Uh, with that name, if you want to follow us individually, check the bios. All, all of our info is in there. Spawnon.me. That is the website where you can find the show, our archives, past past episodes, and kind of stuff that we're doing now and in the future. As well as twitch.tv slash spawnonme every Thursday evening. Check your Twitter listings for time and availability. Um, as we may be flexing, we'll, we'll see what was, what's going on with that. Uh, also, uh, for the podcasters of the world, the podcast listeners of the world, every Tuesday, check your favorite podcatcher. Spawn on me podcast will be there. If it's a place where you can subscribe, please do so. And, uh, if you can rate and review, do that. Also tell your friends, it really helps a lot. Uh, please do that. You want to help us out. Also go to patreon.com slash spawn on me. Uh, you can submit just as little as a dollar a month and you will get the uh, extra episodes that we do like Spawn on Me After Dark. And if you want to send us a more nuanced email or message or what have you, you can do it with email. Spawn on Me podcast at gmail.com. Word, word, word. Shout out to everybody in podcast land. Shout out to everybody in Chicago for listening this week and every week to the Spawn of Me podcast, listening to us give you all that business. Uh, Again, until next week, we will say peace. Peace. Peace.